going on? Happy Thursday. Pete Callender here. News Talk 1110-993-WBT. Uh, first off, I'll just i apologize now if there's anything wrong with my voice. I don't know. Christy said I sounded like I was uh, stuffed up or I was coming down with something, and now I can kind of hear it a little bit, so I'm not sure. Anyway, uh, did you hear the major announcement? Major announcement. Like, this is an announcement that is so huge that I feel like we need to devote the entire program to talking about this major announcement. It was a major announcement. This announcement was so major. More major than any other announcement you've probably ever heard before. Came from uh, the former president, Donald Trump. He made this major announcement on Truth Social, which is the uh, his social media platform that he's uh, posting over. I'm not on it. Uh, but he posted a, a truth. Is that what they're called? My truths? Is that what they would be? Like when you post on Truth Social, is it your post like, here's my truth? Or are they socials? I don't know. Anyway, he posts the truth. He says, major announcement. I know. I, it's like, I, the suspense is just killing me. What is, what is it? Everybody was like waiting for this major announcement. What's he going to announce? Is he going to stay in the race? Is he going to announce a vice president? Is, like what, What's happening? Here it is. Quote, major announcement. My official Donald Trump digital trading card collection is here. Digital trading cards. So they're not even real cards. <laughs> they're, they're just digital. It's just a, it's an image. These limited edition cards, of course they are, feature amazing art, all capitalized, A-R-T, art, of my life and career. Each one of those words is capitalized, but not all caps, just the capital L, life, capital C, career. And I don't understand, I think as a society, we're getting stupider at an alarming rate. This is, we are essentially the... We are the prequel for Idiocracy, the documentary Idiocracy. Yeah, we are living through the prequel right now, I think. And I think the first thing to go is an adherence to basic norms of of grammar and punctuation. Look, I'm not here to have an argument over the Oxford comma. Okay, I'm not. That's not the point. But for the love of me. Why are we capitalizing random words in the middle of sentences that don't get capitalized? I don't understand. I'm not picking on the president here. This was, uh, um, I I know, right, Because exactly, because he is the most, you know, targeted president ever. So I'm not trying to to target him or anything like that. I I just see this, and this is indicative of a lot of people's posts on social media in general. Everybody does this. I mean, except me, of course. No, even I do it every now and then. Look, I understand you want to capitalize the word art, like A-R-T, all three letters capitalized because you want it to, like, you want to, you want to punch the word or something. I, I get that. Major announcement, all caps. Makes sense. But to throw a capital L at the beginning of life and capital C at the beginning of career, collect all your favorite Trump digital trading cards, 
those are all capitalized too. I'm fine with that. Digital trading, Trump digital trading cards. That's the name of it. So fine. But you say it's featuring amazing art of my life and career. That does not get capitalized. It doesn't. He says they're very much like baseball cards, but hopefully much more exciting. <laughs> That's what he said. <laughs> they're very much like base, like a baseball card, but hopefully much more exciting. <laughs> um, and then he has the website, collecttrumpcards.com, and get your cards now. Only $99 each. Yeah, so just like a baseball card, <laughs> just $99, and you don't actually get the card. You just get a digital trading card. Would make a great Christmas gift, he says. Don't wait. They will be gone, I believe, very quickly. And then there's a picture of one, <clears throat> and it shows him, or, well, it has his face. It has his head on a body, and this body has a lot of muscles Way too many muscles for, like, any mere human. Like, I, this is, it's like an over-the-top superhero muscly painting. And he's standing there. He's wearing an all-red skin-tight, obviously, because you can see all of his ripply muscles, skin-tight uh, uh, outfit, spandex. What are those things called? A, a unitard? What is it? What would you call those? Costume? Suit, right. Superhero suit. There you go. So he's wearing like a superhero suit. And it's all red. He's got the American flag as a cape, much like, what's his name from that show, The Boys? Um, the one that's supposed to be Trump? Well, last season they tried to make him into like this, you know, funhouse mirror reflection of what the left views Donald Trump as. Well, here you go. Now... I guess modeled after, I'm trying to remember his name. Uh, but this, so he's wearing the superhero suit. He's got the American flag as a cape. And uh, he's got a big T on like a big silver medallion. The T is red as well. He's got the numbers 45, like a football player. He's got a 45 on each of his biceps, his ripply bulging biceps. And he's got some sort of, yeah, he's got like some uh, uh, bracelets on. No, not like handcuffs. They're just like uh, like a nameplate bracelet thing, and it says Trump on it, in case it wasn't clear. Um, and then he's got blue boots, and uh, they say 45 on it as well, which obviously you would need to put your numbers on the uniforms this way. You know, you don't get it mixed up with the other players. Um, and then he's he's wearing a belt, and I guess this is like a boxing match because he's standing in a boxing ring. He's a superhero, standing in a boxing ring and the corners say, you know, in the corner, you know, they always put like an ad or something in there, but it says Trump in the, and then you can see the ropes behind him. There's a big American flag uh, across the ceiling and like all these like bright lights on him. And he's wearing like a belt, a big old like boxing belt, or maybe it's a wrestling. Maybe it's the wrestling belt. What do they call wrestling nowadays? WWE, right? The Wii. And he's got one of the, he's got the Wii belt on. Uh, and it's got, like, the red, white, and blue in the middle, and it says Trump, and then underneath it says champion, and he's got his hands, his his hands are in fists, and they're on his hips, and he's got this jaunty little half smirk with a, with a raised, a little bit of a raised right eyebrow. There you go. 
$99, it can be yours. Collect them all. Got to catch them all. $99 for a digital. That was the big announcement. No, not a vice presidential nominee or anything. No, just that was the big announcement. $99 for a baseball card that only exists online. But, I mean, good luck. Such and such something, something parted with their money. Okay. Um, I'm going to talk about moon mining for a minute. Yes. Homelander. That was the... uh, superhero name in the TV show The Boys, which is like a modern, dark and gory spin on what if there actually were superheroes and you know, so like they're all employed like in a corporation and stuff and they're all marketed and uh, yeah, so it's a pretty fun show um, what is that, Netflix? is that Netflix? I, I forget, but the guy's name is Homelander anyway um, and that's who this looks like uh, the the Trump paintings on his uh, and the, I only saw the one, but he looks he looks like Homelander in a red suit that says Trump, and so that was the major announcement. Major announcement. Fragile. Um, WBT welcomes the Light the Nights Festival also, where you can make merry memories. This is a major announcement, by the way. Uh, Truest Field now through January sixth, they've got the ice skating ring. Uh, rink, I should say, which also serves as uh, a place to play hockey, I am told. Um, snow tubing. It's like a 150-foot-long snow tubing hill on the field. It's pretty cool. Uh, they got a, a live entertainment. They have light shows. They have holiday treats. You can do Christmas shopping. They have Christmas trees uh, to look at. I don't, know, I don't know if they're selling trees there. Are they selling them, or is it just like a display? I think it's a display. Santa as well. I mean, come on. They got the holiday market. It's a snowtastic winter wonderland. Go check it out. Truist Field, Uptown Charlotte, for the Light the Nights Festival. All right. Let me go over here and get Joe on because Joe has a question. And you know me. I'm a giver. Joe, what's going on? Hey, my friends. Good to talk to you as always. Well, same to you. Well, I just, you know, you're my go to guy for things about usually state government or things on that sort. No, there's, uh, make better choices, Joe. <laughs> I don't know any better. I really don't. And especially, you know, and I've pretty much quit watching the uh, TV news because they just, they PO'd me so many years ago that so many times that they left out the important stuff. And uh, so I wanted to ask you, you know, I don't know how many years it's been, but I'm pretty sure it's been at least four years that we passed a law or maybe even a constitutional amendment that would... Basically, you know, that you had to have uh, ID to vote. Yes. we uh, The General Assembly put it to voters, and voters approved it by like a 10 percentage point margin. Yeah. And so that was many years ago, and a judge, I assume a leftist judge, overturned it. Mm-hmm. But it's, you know, it's been, in, but that overturning by that judge has been enforced for many years. 
And I would have thought that, you know, somehow or another it would have been returned and overturned back. So what, yeah, all right, so what, you are correct. There was one judge. You are correct. He was a, a progressive, a.k.a. Democrat. Um, and he, uh, he tossed out the uh, constitutional amendment passed by voters under this wacky uh, legal rationale of a usurper legislature, which is that the legislature that passed the, uh, the bill that allowed it to go to voters, that they were not, they should not have been allowed to put that bill up because doing so occurred with a legislative body that was comprised of members who had won districts that were later ruled to be gerrymanders. And so they got sued over that and they also tossed out the, const- the same constitutional amendment. We passed it at the same time, which was to reduce the uh, the state income tax cap, right? That rate is capped in North Carolina. Constitutionally, it's capped, and it was set at 10%, and voters took it down to 7%. And the lefties sued over that as well. The same judge tossed both of those constitutional amendments out saying that they never should have gone to voters. Now, there were other constitutional amendments that were passed, like a victim's rights bill uh, that got codified in the Constitution, too. They did not sue over that. So, ostensibly, those should be taken off the books as well. Anything that voters approved that time around. Also, the the constitutional right to what hunt and fish. That's also what was approved on that ballot that year. And so, those two did not get challenged. They still remain in the Constitution for some reason, so the judge strikes down those two, the voter ID and the income tax rate cap. It then goes through the appellate process where the state Supreme Court, under its old composition, well, currently, its current composition, but they're about to lose their majority, it was a 4-3 Democrat majority. Uh, I believe they fast-tracked this case, bypassing the, uh, the appellate court, I believe, and uh, they ruled that that argument was, in fact, correct, that it's a usurper legislature, and so they tossed it out. Wow! So the state, so it was the state supreme court that eventually nullified it. Correct. Even though, right? So there is because the 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 constitutional referenda that we passed simply said the, the single one for voter ID specifically. It just said that the state has to come up with some rules for this, and so the the left attacked the rules at first. And then they went after uh, the just the mere fact that it was put to voters in the first place under this usurper legislature theory, which, of course, if taken, if you apply that that standard, that logic consistently, it means every single law passed by every legislative body ever deemed to have been a gerrymander would then be off the books. And that would go back decades. Yeah, which to me was ridiculous. Yes, it is ridiculous. And that's why I think voters tossed out the Democrats from their majority position on uh, the state Supreme Court. Now, what happens going forward? I don't know. We shall see. But, Joe, I got to run. I appreciate the call. Good to talk with you. All right. Thank you. All right. Yes, sir. Take care. News Talk 1110-993-WBT. Mm-hmm. Here is, uh, got a couple of uh, emails here to Pete at thepetecallendershow.com. 
This one from Scott. He says, on Trump's big announcement, like a turd in a punch bowl, I laughed out loud when I read his big surprise. Have a good show. <laughs> Uh, yeah, the proverbial floater. Um, let's see. Uh, John says, Pete, the Trump digital card would be a perfect gift to buy with your cryptocurrency. Yes, indeed. Uh, John, another John says, John up in New Jersey says, I voted for him twice. Had I know he'd become a caricature, a caricature of himself, I would have abstained. Yay. So, like, is this self-deprecation? Is this humor? Or is... No, I don't... I think they're trying to raise money. I think that's what the play is. Um, Stan says, uh, digital versus real. In regards to the comments about the digital Trump trading cards not being real, uh, you just have to have faith and believe, Pete. Come to think of it, the same thing is true about our money. <laughs> yes, it is. Uh, the war on cash has made our money supply almost totally digital. The latest estimates show that less than 4% of all supposed dollars in circulation are available in cash, which is really itself just a promise to pay in the future. How so it easy to... How, I don't know. How is, it, how is it easy to see this fallacy with trading cards, but not the money supply? Just curious, is a digital image a real photo? No. So... Right, you, I'm sorry. Have I ever stood in defense of fiat currency? No, I've not. I've actually, for almost 20 years, argued against the monetary policy, the Federal Reserve, the printing of the money, the devaluation, the move to total digital currencies concerning to me. Yeah, all of these things. So I'm not, maybe this isn't directed at me. I just, like, when people write to me and they're like, hey, Pete, I'm sending you this email, I just take it as like they're talking to me. So that's uh, maybe not uh, the case here with Stan. Um, right. So is it like, I, yes, the, like that is the case. There are people that will spend $99 for the trading cards for each one of them. Apparently, I don't know how many there are. There's a whole collection of them. I suspect that if he makes a lot of money on the first round, he's going to keep putting out more and more and more. Right. Why wouldn't he? Right. He's producing something, even if it is non-tangible. Right. He's producing something that people have a perceived value of and they will pay him the money for that thing. I understand that. Um, and that's the exact same way the free market works. I, I would not purchase them. I don't value that stuff. And I say that as a gamer. I have I have a lot of experience where they in gaming where uh, over the last I mean, I've been a gamer for, gosh, now 35 years, right? Since video games first came along with the duck hunt. Always make sure you say that. Give a little bit of space between the two words there. Duck hunt, always. And, uh, and, and uh, Mario, right? Like I used to walk home from school with my best friend Travis, and we would hit the bowling alley. And we would play Double Dragon on the arcade. That was our thing. It had no more quarters by like the third week of school. And we never did we never did get to the final boss. So I can tell you that this sort of uh, these these sorts of deals have been going on inside the gaming industry for years. They give you achievements and badges and all sorts of stuff. And I don't care about any of it. I don't care about any of those things. Oh, do you want to buy? 
this little badge or this little character, and then you can have this character do something in your profile or have it pictured in your profile, and and no, I... And that's probably where you're going to see this stuff show up, I would imagine. It's going to be in people's profile pictures, right? So that's where... I don't know if there's a market for it. There very well could be a, a very large market for this. I see people post... I follow a lot of people. Like, if you follow me on Twitter and you you know, have some tweets so I can tell you're not a bot, right? You've got some tweets, you have like a profile picture, you put some information in there, you've interacted, you got a couple followers, you're following other people, you interact with other people, then I'll follow you back. And so I see a lot of stuff that I don't agree with. (gasps) Oh my gosh, I'm triggered. Yeah. I don't know what makes me immune. I can read stuff that people post and not take it personally and not think that they're talking to me directly. So I'll just say, okay, well, that's, that's their opinion. I just scroll right past it. It doesn't cause me harm. So maybe that's what, uh, maybe there's a market for that. They look around, they see all these people with the Trump memes and stuff. And some of them are hilarious. I like some, I mean, some of them are, some of them are cute. Not that Donald Trump is cute, but when you put his big head on a little body, it's cute. It's, it's like, Oh, look at that. That's adorable. And they do, you know, they have him like beating up people and stuff like the famous one. Remember where, uh, some kid, created the meme he took like donald trump's appearance in the world wrestling match where he like runs in and he like beats up vince mcmahon and and they put like the words uh, the cnn logo they put that over vince mcmahon's face and they put like msnbc over some other guy's face and and the because it really did happen years ago where donald trump made you know these cameo appearances with the wrestling organization and he at one point he came in there and he beat up some people and then somebody took that that video clip some kid and he put the CNN logos over the other guy's faces and so it looks like Trump is beating up these media outlets and then what does the media do the the you know the defenders of democracy and all the uh, the firefighters against disinformation they went and doxed the kid yeah they showed up at his house and they got him to take the thing down and please 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 don't identify me and so they said okay well we won't if you just take it down and promise to never do it again like that's what they did to this kid. Who made it? Who made a meme? So there are a lot of people that make this artwork, and I don't know. Maybe there's a market for it. If there's a market, go for it. Go ahead and take their money, right? That's what he's going to do. He's going to take their money, as much of it as they're going to give it to him. Uh, Ninety nine dollars a pop, so they can collect them all like Pokemon. Got to have them all, right? That's the idea. Yikes. Um. I just say I don't place any value on it. You can place all the value you would like on that. I'm not placing any value on it. That's me. Um, Susan says, Pete, I only got a quick look before it was gone, but congrats are in order for WBT. I saw your program was ninth. Could you tell us a little about the competition? Ah, this is the, uh, so the latest, yes, so, for the last four days, I think it's been now, every day this week, there's a, there's an outfit called uh, Barrett News Media. And they also have a, another division, Sports, as well, Barrett Sports, big names in the industry. Anyway, Barrett News Media, they have been putting out rankings of uh, radio shows. And they started with the, I believe they started with the, the mid-markets. We, for some reason, we're called a mid-sized market. We're market like 15 or something. I don't know why that makes us mid, but we're not, quote, major market. But the morning show, uh, I said this the other day, 
Bo Thompson, uh, Beth Troutman, uh, Good Morning BT, they were named to the list. They're doing the top 20 list, and they were named to the top 20 list. I forget the exact. I think they were 12th. Does that sound right? Then they did. I don't. Yeah, I, 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 maybe there was another one. Maybe there was another day that I missed. But Bo and Beth got uh, picked. Vince came in uh, on the top 20 list. Vince Coakley heard right before my show. Uh, he came in 13th. I was listed ninth, and then today's announcement is, uh, oh, I don't want to steal his thunder, but that's okay. He'll understand. Brett Wernable, I told him he was a lock because they did a write-up, they did like a profile on him a couple of months back, uh, and I'm like, dude, how could you not be on this list? And sure enough, he's number two. Pretty awesome. Congrats to Brett Wernable, number two on the list from Barrett News Media, and this is actually a list. That's comprised or, or compiled, I should say, by radio programmers. Um, collectively determined by 44 radio industry programmers and executives from 15 companies in 36 cities. Uh, and so, yes, uh, a good day for, uh, for or good week, I should say, for WBT, all the hosts. Congratulations. And thank you also to the listeners uh, who, you know, without you guys, none of this is possible. I'm, you know, I'm just standing on a street corner talking to myself and then people would look at me weird. So I appreciate all of the support and everybody, uh, you know, uh, participating in the program and sending me the emails and the tweets and the phone calls and the story topic ideas and such. Um, I, I always consider myself to be very, very lucky to get to do this job because it's, uh, it's, it's what I enjoy doing and I only get to do it because of you. So thank you. And thank you to Barrett News Media as well. News Talk 1110-993-WBT. See, that's how Trump does you. Just like that. Have all the show prep, and then all of a sudden he's like, major announcement, and it's like trading cards, and then 45 minutes go by. <laughs> and we're talking about NFTs and, uh, what is it, non- Financial tokens or something like fungible. Is it fun? I thought it was. I was going to say fungible. Then I was like, oh, people are going to be like, oh, what's that big word, Pete? So I said financial. All right. Non-fungible token. But it is fungible because if I buy it, I can sell it to somebody else. I wonder what the aftermarket's going to look like on that. Oh, my gosh. I wonder, will you be able to create fakes, fake NFTs, sell those? Just be careful out there, people. If you're looking to drop $99 on a, uh, a digital rendering of Trump as a superhero in a boxing ring, just be aware. People are going to be trying to scam you. Just be aware of the scam. Okay. Um, I think it's time to uh, strip mine the moon. It's been long overdue. Come on. Like, it's just been sitting up there. It's all this rock up there, and uh, we can totally go up there and take everything, and there's nobody to stop us, right? There's nobody to stop us. You don't have to worry about anything like, you know, taking people's land, and then, you know, fast forward hundreds of years, and they're going to be mad about it. You don't have to worry about doing anything like that. So the Financial Times, this is about the fusion experiment. We talked about this on Monday, right, that the Financial Times did the report that there's been this big leap in scientific research at the Lawrence Livermore National Lab. They had finally done it. Finally, the lab's 
NIF fusion reactor briefly managed to achieve net power generation. That is the output of more power from a fusion reaction than the power required to produce it. Noah Rothman at Commentary Magazine, commentary.org, says the holy grail of, cl- of uh, clean energy, the prospect of fusion-generated power was never fiction, but observers could be forgiven for regarding it as such, if only because the pace of progress towards it has been halting and fraught. As the Cold War wound to a close, the competitive impulses contributing to its development withered away. Research into the subject was consolidated into the International Thermonuclear Experimental Reactor Project, or as I call it, the ITERP, um, that innovated, uh, which innovated by committee and devoted as much energy to debating the location of its facilities as it did to actually doing the experiment. Private enterprise and semi-private research facilities all over the world have since intervened. But a project like this relies on public investment, he says. And uh, to give some idea how much energy the reaction required. Now, by the way, this this experiment that they did, it this fusion reaction produced 700 times the power produced by the entire United States electrical grid. That's what they did. That's why everybody was so excited. This, I mean, it lasted not even a second, like shorter than a second, like a, like a percentage of a nanosecond or something. And it was so intense, it actually blew up some of the diagnostic equipment, right? So that's what they're working towards. Here's the problem. Uh, there are two things that are used. Uh, deuterium, or as I call it, deuteridium, uh, discovered by Jeff Bridges. But uh, there's, the other one is tritium. Tritium is really, really rare. But there's something else we can use, an isotope, helium-3. It's non-radioactive isotope. It's theoretically ideal for generating power in sustained fusion reactions. Theoretically, it's safer. Slight problem. It's also really, really rare. Here, it's... It's pretty plentiful up on the moon. We need to get to the moon again. We need to have a, the, the second moon shot, the second race to the moon, and we need to harvest everything on that moon. We need to take it all. If you think if you think China and Russia aren't already doing it, China just proved the concept by returning samples of the isotope to Earth.